evening filled with paranormal, special guests, interviews, haunting stories, creatures of the unknown, and tales that will chill you to the bone. Brought to you by the UPRN Network and Pittsburgh Paranormal Society. Take a walk into the night with Sean Jones. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Sean Kelly from Into the Night. Uh, we're on UPRN Radio 105.3, New Orleans. Um, so, again, how was everybody's week today? Um, mine was great, you know. Um, I finally realized with me that, you know, if, if you recognize me, you know, watch my show on Tuesday nights the past month or so, I, I was really, really you know, in, into the mental. Hi, Holly. How you doing, hon? And, um, and I look like the Cro-Magnum man is what I look like. Okay. And I was in a, a deep, deep, deep depression. And, um, and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was on the investigation at the Penn Bury and I was like, I'm glad you're doing good, bud. I'm glad you're doing really good. Um, but I, I just looked at myself and I'm thinking, wow, you really don't look good, you know? And I had like this, uh, uh, epiphany, I guess you gotta say, cause, uh, my friend Nicole, who's on, um, you know, her show on seven o'clock, I'm sorry, Nicole, we'll get there, but, um, she, you know, asked for five pictures, you know, she did something really nice for me and um, poor UPRN. And I looked at the picture that she, she picked and I was like, my God, look at you. You look good. You look good. And then I looked at the picture that she sent me and the things she did for me. And then I looked at myself in the mirror. And I was like, what the hell happened to you? What happened? And and then all of a sudden, it was just like, you know, kind of like brought it, a little tear to my eyes. I, I'd never been so scraggly in my life, you know. And so I went and I got a haircut today, you know. And, you know, I go into the salon, I sat down, and the guy looked at me, you know, I told him, says, well, what do you want me to do? I was like, I want you to shave my head, okay, and trim up the beard, you know, and the mustache. And he says, no, no, no. I am not going to shave your head. And then I was like kind of shocked that he said that. And he says, what do you want me to do? She said, I'm not going to cut all that hair off. You have good hair. And... um so what I did was I brought out and I showed him that picture. I said, this is what I want to be. And um, this is who I am. And he said, we'll take care of you. And he did. And um, he gave me this nice haircut. You know, I got, I got some hair on it. Um, he trimmed up my mustache. My mustache was like way out the hair. It was crazy. And he trimmed that up a little bit, trimmed up all the little scragglies that were on the beard. 
And um, after it was done, I looked at myself in the mirror and I, I, I didn't cry outside for people to see, but I was crying on the inside because, my God, I look good. I look good now, you know. And I told him when, before I sat in the chair tonight, this afternoon, I said, you know what? You're going to be the first person on me getting better. And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I explained to him that I got depression and I got, um, you know, anxiety and stuff like that. And he, uh, and, and it made him feel good, you know. But I was being totally honest with him. It was like, I really needed to do something with this. I really, really looked bad. And it all came down as I was sitting there and him cut my ear. I just realized that I wasn't in the right state of mind the last month. You know, I thought I was, but, you know, come to find out that I wasn't, you know. And um, I did get the disease and I, I was laid up for five days and um didn't go i was off work for seven but i was laid up for five and i i guess that's when it really kicked my depression in okay but now you know after i got this haircut today we'll see how it happens you know we'll see if i can get back on you know that good track of mine you know on a good track on life you know and, and and I know life has been tough for me. It really has. You know, so much stuff going on. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, I just, um, it, it just, my life has been not, not good at all. You know, I, I put up a good front. You know, I am a Gemini. Thank you, Holly. I appreciate the support. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh, I just got chills up and down my spine, up and down my back. That's pretty cool. I'm glad, you know. But um, I, I know that I, I will get better, you know. Um, and and, and trying, you know, it's it's like what I was getting back to being Gemini, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you know. You know, I can put that Dr. Jekyll facade on for everybody, for everybody to see. Pretending that I'm a happy person, pretending that I care for everybody, you know, showing the whole world something, you know, how wonderful I am or how beautiful I am. And, but deep down inside, Mr. Hyde's in there and, you know, it just seemed like Dr. Jekyll, Dr. Jekyll just kept staying there, you know, to the front. Um, it's been a long time since I've Mr. seen Mr. Hyde in myself, you know. But like I said before, it was an epiphany that, um, you know, I guess I started to do something good for you, for myself. You know, it's and, and I don't know about what other people do, other individuals, but to me, I'm a people person and I really, really enjoy helping people out. And I go out of my way to help people out. But you know what? I don't take care of myself. You know what I mean? I don't. Um, and, and it was just the, the thing um, with my face, you know, and my clothes, you know. Um, I, bought, I have one good pair of pants and one good shirt, 
you know. But here's what's crazy, you know, and I really did some soul searching on this too, okay. And my sponsor in AA told me this a long time ago, okay. You got to love yourself first. And, and you know what, Holly, you're right, you know. Um, and that that's hard for me to do sometimes. In fact, it's really hard to do it all the time, okay. Um I, I would, I, I used to call it sabotaging myself because I didn't think that I deserved good things in life, you know. Whenever, you know, this was way, way long, 20, 30 years ago. I remember that um, I would be looking good, you know, and somebody would come up and make a remark about it or, you know, going into a relationship and then, it was like, I don't deserve this. So I would let myself go because I really didn't think I earned that. I don't deserve that. And so that's what I would do, you know. I'd eat like a pig, you know, and and just not take care of myself, you know. And and that's how it was back then. And, and, and I it's crazy because I've gotten an open mind about this whole thing going on. It's just like my whole life, well, 30 years ago up till now, how I sabotaged myself, how I didn't want to help, how I thought I could, if I help people, I'll be okay. You know, I'll help people. And, and you know, I won't be seeing myself. So, Holly, you are so right. I never did love myself. Never. Absolutely not. You know, so I'm hoping, you know, one day at a time that I can do this. You know what I mean? Um, hey, Grandmother UV, how are you doing? <laughs> Please, Commando. Huh? Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's good to see you guys on here talking. I appreciate that. So um, I know that I will get better, you know, and anybody out there, you know, who's going through the same thing that I am, Okay, please get help. You know, please get help. You need, I, I need it. And people out there who know people that are in my situation, you know what? You know, sit with them. Uh, what's the grandmaster say? Hey, it's going good. Cheers. Cheers to you too, sir. And um, help them out because they really need it. So, like I told you last week, we were doing an investigation um, down at the Penn Brewery up in Troy Hill. And this place was massive. Really huge, okay? It was a Friday night, and uh, we started at midnight. And we did the tour, and then we went up to the second floor. And Jason bought um, this, uh, a tripwire, okay? And how this tripwire works is it has, it's like 12 feet long, and it has lights on it, okay? And when something breaks that plane or crosses over that light, um, the lights flicker, the lights blink. And... Um, so we were on the second floor at the beginning of the investigation, and he laid that tripwire down, and he also put his rim pod down. And with the rim pod, you know, it something has to touch it, 
or just slightly touch it and it will go off. Well, we're there, you know, we're filming. Um, oh, whatever that is. I don't know what you're talking about there, Grandmaster UV. But all I know is that we had the trip bar, and in the middle of the trip bar, we had the, um, oh, the REM pod. And they both went off. We caught it on video. Um, if anybody wants to see it, um, you can go to the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society uh, Facebook page, and it's linked up in there. Um, so, hey, subscribe to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so, we were there. And there's a lot of history. This place was built back in the 1850s, okay? And um, it was just a little brewery. But what was crazy about the whole thing is that this place actually had caves in it. Yeah. And I, I, I only walked halfway through the cave because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not pretty good on my feet. And, you know, knowing me, what's that? I sub to you. Okay. Um whatever that means, but they have caves up there, and um, and they had um, old barrels where they used to store the beer in, and uh, it, I'm just trying to set the scene here, but when we went to the caves, there wasn't really so much, um, not too much activity going on in there, but there's a lot of activity inside the building itself, um, if you're from Pittsburgh or you plan on visiting Pittsburgh, you know what? Please go to the Penn Brewery. Uh, Stefan and his girlfriend, Rebecca, they were very, very nice, you know, that they allowed us to do the investigation. What was really cool about that Penn Brewery, okay, was when as long, because I believe that, you know, if we go on an investigation at a business or in a house, I would prefer to have, like, the customer there, you know, the client there. And when all this stuff was going off on the second floor, okay, um, they got to witness it. And I do believe Stefan caught it on his phone on the video. And uh, uh, what's Grandmaster say? I told my special <laughs> commando neighbor friend to sub, and he subbed looking for more. Hmm? Okay. But, uh, Thanks for making me smile there, Grandmaster Easy. I appreciate that. But um, they, they caught it on camera. And they, they were just, like, so excited. What was really crazy about it, the reason why he called um, called me and wanted us to investigate was that he has an office up above where we were at. And he said that his girls were... Um, the girls that work in his office, because I did believe he has a real estate business up there. And uh, the girls would say that it would get really cold and they had some experiences that they could not understand what was going on. And uh, wherever we got that activity, okay, with the REM pod in, in the trip bar, right directly above is his office where the girls are at. So it... It was, it was pretty cool. So I turned around and I looked at him and I said, you know what? That's the reason why the girls are feeling all this paranormal activity. 
Now, what was we ran the spirit box and um, we asked for the name of the person, and it either is the guy's name was Peter Simon or Simon Peter, and um, it was a legitimate. It was it wasn't a residual uh, haunting. By residual haunting, they're there and they don't leave. They just do the same thing over and over and over. It's like repeating the movie. But it was a you know a real spirit there, and um, it was it, it was great. You know, they had a lot of good experience. Um, I watched the live, um, and they were in the woman's bathroom because they said that there was a lot of activity down in the woman's bathroom down in the basement. And uh, Jason and um, Ryan and Roy, they were down there. And, according, you know, and I trust those guys with my wife, you know. I mean, they don't pull no strings or nothing like that. And... Um, they were getting they were getting some good uh, activity down there. Um, so all in all, I would have to say that the Penn Brewery up there on Troy Hill is definitely definitely haunted, and it's a good haunt. There's nothing bad there, but it was pretty cool. Just seeing the history behind it, the history of the building, and it, it, it was great. So Holly says, I don't like the spirit box. It makes too much noise. And I really couldn't hear the responses that you guys heard. Um, I can understand that, Holly. And to be honest with you, um, I, I don't like it, especially in, in a confined space. Because the noise, you know, the noise does get on my nerves. Um, so in order to hear, you know, uh, well, you know, our responses on that uh, box, you, you literally have to be right there in order to understand it. But we were picking them up. I don't know, Holly, did you see me jumping up and down for joy? Because <laughs> I was excited that we got something. Tommy, hey, sorry, I'm late getting on. Don't worry about it, Tommy. And I'm going to get to you real quick here, Tom. Um, that question you said about the Ouija board, all right, um, to me, it's bad. Okay. Um, cool. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's funny. Oh, I have to watch it to see what I look like jumping up and down. But to Tommy, you know, about the Ouija board. Okay. To me, it's not good. All right. Um, and whenever I really got into the spiritual part of investigating, I really seriously was trying to get Parker Brothers in order to get it off the shelves um, to uh, do it and to take it off because it's not a toy, you know. I've seen a lot of people get burnt by that Ouija board, you know. Um, you get a bunch of your friends around and light candles and put it on the on the table and you start asking questions and here's what's really bad about it because you're actually talking to a spirit okay now if you get all your friends together and not really know what you're doing with it okay there is going to be um let's just say an, an evil spirit or a negative um so 
you ask a question like, am I getting married? Yes, that, yes. Whatever question you ask, you're getting positive, you know, answers. And in your mind, you're thinking, oh, this is who I want. This is what I want to talk about. Even bringing in a dead relative or whatever, okay? But you have to realize one thing, though. One thing you have to realize, okay, is that evil spirits, okay, they will mock or imitate what you want to hear, okay? So, actually, you might be thinking you'd be talking to grandma. In reality, it isn't grandma that you're talking to. It is a spirit that wants to, you know, get itself attached to you, okay? And like I said before, Tom, they're, they're not good. Now, there are some people, I know there are some friends of mine that argue with me. They say it is a good thing. It's a good way to communicate and stuff like that. And, you know, and like I told you in, in the last show, I respect what you believe, but please respect what I believe. But I want to tell you, uh, Tommy, real quick about a story about a Ouija board. There was a very lovely lady in my group, and um, she was in the group. And we asked how she got in that we went to her house and investigated so the first time we were there, okay, she brought down this Ouija board, okay? And I'm thinking, wow, I mean, this sucker was old. I mean, literally old. And um, what, you know, and what I told her to do, and, you know, a lot of people who have had bad experiences with Ouija boards, they just throw it. They throw it out the door or they throw it in the trash or they burn it, which is wrong. Okay, and so you throw out the board, and wherever that board goes, that spirit's going to go with that board, okay? So some of them might pick it up or take it home with them or throw it in the trash, whatever. And if you burn it, you're just burning the board, but the spirit is staying there. You know, it, it's not affecting the spirit. So what I, what I recommended to her, and, and I do this with all negative things that people have, is I told her, get a box, put it in a box, <clears throat> and put some sea salt on top of it. You know, put the lid on the box and bury it by an old oak tree or any kind of tree that's old, all right? And what happened was... Um, and then as you bury it, throw more sea salt on it and then bury it and, and cover it up with dirt. And the reason why you do that is because whenever this, whenever you throw sea salt on something that's evil or any kind of thing, um, it, it bounds it. You know what I mean? It, it can't go nowhere. The, the spirit cannot leave because of the sea salt. And the reason behind that is because salt, sea salt especially, is pure. Okay, and um, so what happened up to the story? So she did that, and uh, okay, go. Uh, Grandmaster UV says, Going for an electric bike ride, Pittsburgh police UFO commando spy. <laughs> That's cool. But uh, what she did was that she uh, buried the um the box right by the tree and covered it up, did exactly what she did. And this was like around October. Well, this is a true story, okay? So the leaves started to fall, you know, and 
um, what happened was none of the leaves landed on the place where she buried the board. True story. And so we went over and my brother, he kicked a bunch of leaves on top of the place where she buried it. So it was covered with leaves. The next morning she sends me a picture, right? All those leaves are brushed off where that board was buried. That's a true story. And then almost like a couple months later, it started to snow. And this is what made it really crazy, okay? Is that um, when it was snowing, she sent me a picture. And no snow landed on the place where she buried that box. You know, and I'm like, wow. So there had to be something not good with that board. So my, my uh, you know, thing to you guys is if you do have a Ouija board and you don't want it, please don't throw it away or burn it because whatever's there, that spirit's going to be attached to it, all right? Bury it in the ground. And it don't have to be so much with a Ouija board. It could also be like a doll and stuff like Tommy Miller says, wow, that's crazy. Must have had some really bad energy on that board. I'm telling you, Tommy, it did. Absolutely. You know, for it to happen like that. With, with the snow and the leaves. But you know what? The, the problem was situated in her house. She had no more problems in the house. Which was great. You know, because, you know, and especially if you're an antiquer, all right? You know, the best place that you want to experience a paranormal situation you want to experience is go to an antique store, okay? Because there is a lot of ghosts that are in antique stores, okay? Um, and the reason being because I'll, I'll give you a good, you know, a little example here. You know, you see a salt and pepper shaker that was built, that was made back in the 1840s or something like that. And, hmm, and you're like, hmm, this seems interesting. I think I'll bring them home with me. And so you bring back the uh, salt and pepper shaker to your house and you put them out to show everybody. And then all of a sudden, okay, all hell breaks loose, you know. You're like, what the hell has happened? Boom, boom, boom. Missing this and missing that. And um, it was just driving them crazy. Well, here, think about it, right? There was a ghost that was attached to that salt and pepper shaker. Okay, I hope I'm making sense. Um, but the spirit was attached to the, to the salt and pepper shakers. And um, it, wherever they went, that spirit went with them. And then they think, you know, so that's my little example about it. So if you really do want to experience any paranormal activity, go to an um, antique store. You know. So I hope that answered your question, Tom, um, about my view of uh, the paranormal, the Ouija board. Tommy Miller, okay, he has another question. He says, have you ever heard anything about tarot cards holding bad energy or anything like that? Okay, in my experience, it's not so much the cards that have the bad energy, okay? All energy is good, okay? 
with the cards. It's the person who is reading the cards. All right. Um, it's what their energy is put into the card. So um, have, uh, have I heard anything like that? No, but I really believe that whatever energy that you have inside, you can put into the deck of cards. All right. But you also got to remember one thing, too. Okay. Um, it's another way of communicating with spirit, you know, and you're opening up portals and stuff like that. So you have to be very careful. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of very, very good psychic readers out there. There really are. But there's a lot that just out there to make the money and they really, really don't care. Um, and I know a lot of very good psychics here in Pittsburgh. So in one out in California too. Um, so it's like you, you, you just you, you just have to see and watch what you do or who you go to. And I'll repeat it again. It's the energy from the person that's being put into the card. So, um, yeah, you know, it's possible. How about, Tommy, have you ever had a uh, psychic reading done? If you're so, Holly, have you ever had one done? Anybody else out there have one done? You know, I'd like to hear about it. Now, last week someone asked me if uh, I had a question if I do psychic readings. Okay. I will be honest with you. I don't like the word psychic. I consider myself sensitive. Okay. And yes, I do do readings. But I also explained to them, you know, last week too, right, that it was impossible for me to do readings um, at, at the state of mind that I, I was in, you know, and I'm, I'm still not there, okay, because if I'm not good up here, or if I'm not in good shape about talking and despairing or believing in my spirit guides, okay, um, I'm not going to do it, because I will be opening myself a can of worms that there's probably something that I couldn't deal with. Tommy says, see, he, Tommy says he has a few times, they were mostly spot on, but there were a few things she said that did not seem to apply to me. Okay. You know, and, and I see that happening all the time. You know, um, Holly says, I have had a couple of readings by two different ones. Nothing they said was on point and nothing happened that they said would. So, I'm sorry that, you know, that didn't happen to you, Holly. None of it, um, you know, was supposed to happen that would work. Um, so, you really have to do your research on finding a very good psychic, you know. Um, you, you know, it's 50-50 chance they're going to be spot on, 50-50 chance that you're not, you know. I'm not knocking, knocking them. I'm not knocking no no psychics. So any psychics that are listening to me, you know, I know one real good one. She lives out in California. That's Nicole. And she has a show on UPRN Radio, UPRN Radio 105.3. Um, and her show comes on at 7 o'clock, you know, Eastern time. So I know she's good. So it, 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 just be careful and, and just do do your research before you go see one. Um, 
and don't ex you know and and don't expect to you know get the answers that you seek maybe they were on and maybe you weren't supposed to have that um now i know a lot of people i know the one a very good psychic will sit down with you and they would start reading you okay a lot of people um are very good at reading people all right and if you ever sat down with a psychic and they came out and they said well what's your question you just get up and go and the reason why i say that is because they can play off that you know you can get so engrossed into a reading okay you can really really get engrossed to a reading and if i'm receiving that reading or i'm getting a reading <laughs> okay um if the guy says that my name's mike you know i'm going to believe my name is mike because i'm so in tune to not realizing what was said so you'll see a lot of people who and and trust me on this too okay holly you know tommy the next time you go bring a tape recorder with you and tape the whole whole the whole thing the whole reading for you but um so i hope well tommy has another one tommy says he was disappointed that the psychic i went to has become very vocal and hateful on facebook about politics lately and has turned me off from wanting to go back to her i prefer someone who is less negative about others dealing with the other side and that's a good one and tommy um i'm gonna have to introduce you to nicole i'll talk to her about you if you want in that same way with you holly okay I'll, I'll tell her about you and um i mean you know you can work it out with her because she is good you know she's a she's a loving soul good girl very good girl but uh just be careful you know with the psychics um and also another tool that people use are called um what are they call pendulums all right and uh you know what i i really don't believe in pendulums and the reason being is because you can actually manipulate that thing to go right or left you know and somebody you know really gave me a big argument one time and i said okay do you have one and she gave me one and i held it out like that okay i didn't move my fingers or nothing and i said is my name michael and if it would have been no right if it would have been a no okay it would have gone counterclockwise okay but it went clockwise and i said again i said is my name michael and i'm just holding it there and it went clockwise again like saying yes and i'm like no you're wrong but in my mind, I was saying my name was Michael. So you can manipulate that. You know what I mean? You can you manipulate like dowsing rods, you know? They're a very, very good tool to use for um, ghost hunting, okay? But on the other half of that, all right, you have to be careful because people can manipulate that. And I remember I was away at this very big park, you know, out east, right in the middle you know the place i like to go and um there was a guy who was given you know investigations with uh dowsing rods 
and he it, it was pretty expensive at the time that this was happening and i um and of course you know with dowsing waters you know dowsing uh, rods that if you're over water it's going to move right so he brought these people to the sax cover bridge which is like brutally haunted right and he had them sitting on on the on the, um on uh, on the bridge using the dowsing rods and i looked at him i went oh, i was so I, I know i shouldn't have but i did i was like what the hell are you doing well we're doing this investigation and you know blah 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 this is my company i said why in the hell are you putting them on a bridge for with the dowsing waters underwater when you really understand that no matter what you're going to do those things are going to cross and he got mad at me i don't blame him i just and I, I i just looked at those poor people that you know went on this tour and i just shook my head you know and it's like when you go on a, a on on a ghost tour you, you really i mean it's great to hear the legends the urban urban legends about the tours gettysburg has some good tours all right and um but you know, mainly they're just stories from eyewitness that was put into a book, like the Ghost of Gettysburg. You know, you, you're going to talk about the Blue Boy. You're going to talk about, you. they'll talk about the one where uh, some lady got into an elevator after work went down and the doors opened up and there, you know, there, there, there was an operating room back in the Civil War era, you know, and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, so you just just watch yourself. And again, Tommy and Holly and everybody out there, do your research before you do something. Because, and you also got to remember too. Okay, and and this is and this is truth, right? Is that you know even though that lady's giving you a reading, right? Who knows what's around you? You know what I mean? Could the like. Uh, uh, like Jenny on Chasing Prophecy, right? She'll say something will attach, and it's true, you know. So you have to go into the mindset to where um, you, you just got to be careful. Now, um, I do read cards, and I started off reading tarot, okay? And then it got to the point where I didn't need the deck that I could just look at you and give you a reading. And trust me, I'm when I tell you this, I'm speaking pure humility, humbleness. I, I'm not trying to exaggerate that I'm the best doctor because I'm not. And I don't want to be the best doctor. But it got to the point where I didn't want to use the cards. And uh, and so what I, what I did was, I, at the time when I was really into it, you know, there there was uh, animal totem cards, okay? And there are a bunch of animals, and there are different meanings on the, on on each different animal. And whenever I pull up a reading, I do a reading with my animal cards, you know, it kind of made the my client feel very, very comfortable, all right, and wasn't scared because... Some of the, you know, you go to a psychic, some of them can be very intimidating with all their stuff. But 
you know what? That's them. God bless them. That's their job, right? But, um, you know, for me, just simple, you know, don't even know. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. And I'd lay out and give them a card. And what's really crazy that most of my readings that I give people, it's not going to predict the future. Are they going to get married or stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. It has to pertain to what their, what is happening in, in their life at the very moment. And it's crazy. You know, it's, and, and, and that's what I read when I pull out the cards. And people are just like, wow, you know what? That's crazy. You know, and it's true. You know, I I can't predict the future. You know, only God knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Only God does. Um, so if you're going to get married, here's a good one. You know, there's a lot of people come up to me when I do readings and they'll say, well, what's my name? And I look at them and I said, don't you know your name? And then they get like really rejected and they said, well, you're supposed to be a psychic. I said, but I'm not going to guess your name, you know. It's like, no. Nah. You know, then you know, eventually they would do a reading with me. You know, it'd be a joke. But I, I, I wasn't impressed with them. And there were some people that I had to, I refused to read because they weren't serious about it, you know. Um, I believe that spirit, you know, whenever I was doing readings at the time, um, brought people to me okay um who needed a reading who needed some guidance okay or just to see what was going on you know um and, and so i wholeheartedly believe that now i didn't make a lot of money i trust me i worked a lot of psychic care you know and i didn't make a lot of money not compared to the other ones that were there but you know I, it just came in it, it was just that thought. It was just that feeling to where um, maybe this 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 person needs my help, you know. So, and I made a lot of good friends about it. A lot of acquaintances. I met a lot of good people doing it, you know. But I do want to tell you this one story before because we're getting close to the witching hour. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, there was, we were down in Washington, PA, and uh, this lady. I kept looking over at her, and she kept waiting for me uh, until my client was done. In fact, um, there was how it came. The girl eventually came to me. She was waiting to come to my table. And before she came to the table, you know, this is a true story. You know, hand up, the right hand up to God, whatever, you know, whatever. This is a true story. She came over to my table and before. Before she even could sit down, I said, you better take that wedding ring out of your purse and put it back on your finger because you have a habit of losing things. And you go home and your husband doesn't see that wedding ring. He is not going to be a pretty sight when you get home. So she put her purse down on the table, opened it up, put the wedding ring on her finger, put down my 20 bucks, and then she went. You know what I mean? So... Um, I, I thought that was a, I, I thought that was a pretty funny one, you know. But um, I, I know. Let's. Um, so that's my deal with the whole psychics and stuff like that, uh, and Ouija boards and all that good stuff. 
Now, yeah, okay, let's say, yeah, we got about seven minutes left, a little bit over. But this Friday, we're going to the Hinsdale House up in New York, okay? And it's a very, very haunted place. Um, it is well, world known, okay? And it takes, I mean, it's filled up right away. In fact, we kind of lucked out when I called in January. There was only two dates left, you know, and we waited nine months to, to go there. When I called, there was only two dates left. And we got to one, and that's this Friday. And what we're going to do is, hopefully, if they got the Wi-Fi, is that um, we're, we're going to do a live stream on Pittsburgh Paranormal Society's Facebook page, you know? So I invite you all, if we do it, uh, don't, trust me, we'll, we'll, send out, we'll, we'll send out reminders if it's going to happen or not. But we're definitely, if we can, we're definitely going to do one. So, uh, you know, I invite everybody, you know, to go to the Pittsburgh Paranormal Society Facebook page. You know, like us. And um, what's really cool is whenever an event or something like that happens, okay, you know, you will get a notification stating that Pittsburgh Paranormal Society is about to go by. Just like a lot of you people see whenever uh, my show comes on or when Chasing Prophecy comes on. Okay. Oh, me too, Holly. Holly says, I sure hope you're able to do it. Yes. And, and did you enjoy the one from the Penn Trafford, Penn Brewery one? Holly, um, I hope you did. But uh, so that that's what's going on. I'm, I'm really looking forward to New York. Right. And um doing the hen still and, and i'm gonna go and stay up there for a weekend not at the house itself we're there friday but i'm on vacation next week so i'm gonna spend a couple days up in there did you oh, i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm glad you enjoyed it all really i am tommy didn't watch it i'm a little disappointed in that but that's okay tommy i'll let you slide this time <laughs> that was a joke bud but um so hopefully see you guys friday night in for our, our Facebook Live, and um, hopefully we'll get something good up there. I'm really looking forward to it. You know, I'm going to bring my uh, my pan, my gold pan, and if I find a creek up there, say like on Saturday or Sunday, you know, I'm going to go panning for gold if I can. Or maybe I'll, you know, sneak down into Pennsylvania and do some gold prospecting down there. But I'm, I'm going to make the most out of it, you know. And everybody, let me tell you something about my truck that I'm going to be, you know, be getting. So back in August, I was supposed to go down and, you know, order it and build it. So the day before I was supposed to go down, um, the guy called me up. The salesman said, you know, you know, they're, they quit doing it. You know, they, they put it, set it back. And I'm like, well, when are they going to do that? And, um. He said, please, sometime in September. Well, this Tuesday, coming up, you know, before uh, in the after 12, 12 noon, he called me up today and he said, can you come down? I said, how about next Tuesday at 12 noon? He said, sure. So I'm going to order my truck. Now, I am so, so looking forward to doing that, you know. Um, and it's just, it's a Ford Maverick, you know what I mean? And 
Um, it's a little small truck, nothing big. The bed isn't big at all, but it's deep. What I like about it is it's got electricity in there, so you can plug in, use an extension cord to get it. But uh, uh, you better. You, Tommy says he'll try to watch this time. You better watch it. You know, um, no going to better. But from Penn Brewery, we started late. You know, like two in the morning with it. But I do believe if we can up at Hinsdale, right, we'll start about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. So everybody will be able to watch it. So that's about it. I got about two minutes left. And I just want to thank everybody for um, listening to the show tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show on Chasing Prophecy. And like I said before at the beginning, you know, this is the first step of, you know, to get myself better. So, you know, I appreciate all the prayers that you can get, you know. And, and and if you have to try to help somebody out that needs just to sit with them or talk with them, whatever. Just need to be there for them because they really, really need it. They might not. Good night. Good night, Holly. God bless you too, hon. Thank you for watching the show. Um, just sit with them. And parents, if you, you know, go to your children and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And children, go to your parents, give them a hug and tell them that you love them. Because those three words, I love you, goes a long, long way. And on that note, I want to say good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and by hearing the chat for all the people chatting and stuff. You too, Tommy. You have a good night. I want to say good night and happy hunting. Good night. See you next week.